This show is sponsored by musicfootballfatherhood.com, which is the online destination for the modern man. With a variety of news articles and forums, it is the mum's net for dads. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at MFFonline underscore. Good morning, people. Good morning, good morning. You are now tuned into the D&D Football Factories Footy on Top show here on On Top FM 95.5 FM with myself, Double D. Big Sam, I'm here. Just us two today. Just us two for a while. Um, D-Man sadly couldn't be here. We tried to draft Darren T in, but he couldn't make it. So you're, you're stuck with two Liverpool fans. Yeah, 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 you're stuck with <laughs> He's getting the shots in already. Yeah. Have to start early, innit? He's getting the shots in. He's getting the shots in already with the um, the Harry the Harry Kane pops, but um, yeah, so a, a decent amount to get through today. Not that mm. big um, break in preseason that you usually get because obviously we had the Euros, right. which just flooded yeah. our summer. But it's the um, Community Shield today, yep. so we'll be going through that. There's also been some transfers that have taken place, some big news with um, the likes of Lionel Messi. And hmm. we'll be going through everything today. Also as well, because Big Sam wasn't here last week when me and D-Man were going through various different topics in the second half of the show. I'll be revisiting some of those questions with him to get his opinion on that. All right. So remember, you can catch any of the previous shows and today's show will be up later on our SoundCloud that's um, D&D Football Factory also on Mixcloud under the same and remember get following get in- interactive with our studio line inside is 079 no, oh goodness me <laughs> <laughs> is that how long it's been I forgot on the studio line oh, I'll get back to that but anyway okay. at DD Footy Factory underscore on um, the Twitter and hashtag footy on top if you want to get involved and um, ask to read out your comments mm. get your mention on any of the topics that we're going to um, cover today at DD footy factory underscore on the Instagram as well and get interactive um, with us on the topics this show is for you the people of course so um, let's get into it Big Sammy only one place to start yeah yeah um this week yeah and that's something we touched on last week because it went imminent being d man but the british transfer record has been broken manchester city have bought jack Grealish for in excess of a hundred million pounds <laughs> we knew it was coming yeah villa have bought adequately um beforehand we've um Leon Bailey was the last to come in That's before right. that they bought Bundia uh-huh. they also snuck in Danny that Ailes this week very, very quietly very stealth quiet. manoeuvres Old which school. we're going to get to yeah. we're going to get to later but um, what are your thoughts on it D-Man had me name my best man City 11 so we're going to get to yours later but what does this mean some people have said that Manchester City did not need Jack Grealish what are your thoughts on um, on the British transfer record being broken even if you go back years ago when Villa were in the championship um, Grealish 
had already sparked interest from some of the big boys. So, Villa being back in the Premiership for like two seasons now was only gonna it, there was only gonna be more interest because Jack Grealish has put in the work and he's um you know he's one of the if if not the standout player in that Aston Villa team. So it was inevitable, and his performance at the Euros has only risen his stock, even though he was pretty much a, a, a bit part player, but he made a significant contribution in that tournament. Um, yeah, as Double D said, it was coming. We all knew it was coming. The question was how much. Is 100 million too much? That's debatable, but you know we know that the market is inflated do jack do, do man does man do man city need jack grealish well i think fbj a few weeks ago touched on what sir alex ferguson did when he wanted to keep his teams at the very top and it was always you know buying the best players buying the top talent so to make sure that his team was consistent and I think that is exactly what Pep is doing. Uh, there was an interview, I think, a couple of no, I think yesterday, where Pep was saying, and it was quite refreshing to hear actually, that they had to, they wouldn't have been able to make that purchase last season, um, last season, but this season it, it, it seems it, it seems as though they have the money to do that. And um, they had to palm off some academy players, it, it, which is why they were able to afford. A lot of these guys have gone for free, these um, yeah. people that have left. So realistically, it's only really the sales of um, Micho, I think his name was, it's gone mm -hmm. to Wolfsburg for about seven mil. All right. Jack Harrison has left to go yeah, to Leeds, Leeds permanently yeah, after being yeah. on loan there for three years. Mm -hmm. I don't know what took that deal so long. So they actually haven't made as much money as they're letting out. They're saying sixty million. It's more thirty. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But yeah. um, but I mean, for me, looking at Jack Grealish going there, I mean, it's almost as if he'd have to start again, in some ways, because he's done all the hard work whilst he was at Villa. Um. And when, even before, like, the story is now, when he was a lot younger, people were waxing lyrical about him then, saying that there's loads of potential this kid, he's going to be a, he's gonna be a great player, and he, and he is a good player. But to join this Man City team, there, there, there are stars, and, and then there, there are stars. And Sergio's gone. And now we're left with KDB as probably being the number one guy at Manchester City. So Jack comes in and he's a, he's a star amongst the galaxy of stars. And that team looks just very scary right now. I also think that it's going to take time for him to kind of... I don't think he'll hit the ground running because Pep is the kind of guy who, you know, as he's he stacked in every department. Um, and he will he will rotate as we know it as he does throughout the season 
So I don't know if Jack will get the consistent amount of games to kind of show if he belongs in this Manchester City team. Um, I just hope for his sake that he's able to impress with every opportunity he's been given. And look at some, looking at some of the uh, potential formations and the teams that Manchester City could put out. I mean, it, Grealish can play out wide. He can play through the middle. Players number ten. So there, there, there are options to use him in, which is, I think, one of the things that Pep likes to do with his players. You know, if if you have a player who's in a designated position, he will fashion their game so they become more versatile and we've seen that with De Bruyne we've seen that with Sterling um, so it wouldn't surprise me if we see Jack Grealish in a number of positions but it, 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 I, I don't think he's going to hit the ground run I think it's going to take time I um he can play I was actually on Thursday night might as well plug it you know product integration and all that me and Stel Big up. have started another um, section pod part of the um, shoot the defence mm-hmm. media group with um, FPL Wars and I was saying on there in regards to Grealish because numerous people are saying that they don't think the transfer broke just before we went on yeah. air live on YouTube and numerous people were saying that they don't even think that they need Grealish so um, basically I was pointing out the fact that he can play in multiple positions and it's one of those ones where he could actually play as a false nine if need be we've seen Foden yeah. play there we've seen De Bruyne play there in games you've seen them interchange and mm-hmm. you've seen Bernardo Silva covering there Gundogan covering there so Greenish could easily do that because yeah. he's been playing off the left for Villa for the last few mm-hmm. years he's naturally a number right. 10 yeah. so as you said his versatility is going to be vital so it'll be interesting to see how he's used whether they do try and go for Kane or not I, I don't think they will anymore but you never know and um, where this all leaves Gabriel Jesus because they <laughs> may ask for him <laughs> atop them in return if they are going to come and get Kane but then that will leave them with no out outright strikers in the squad mm. unless he's going to give the lap son who's still a teenager um, is it Liam to that? unless they're going to give him some time mm. so it's going to be very interesting it's going to be very interesting to see how this all works out but the question that the, the people want to know is are you going to put Jack Grealish in your FPL <laughs> <laughs> I know some man have started from early. Like, I'm, I'm going with like, when the, um, when you were able to kind of put your team out, people started like from two months ago. But uh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and just kind of study a bit more, better than than I did last season. Because um, I want to beat, I want to beat D-Man. That's just the main <laughs> If you're listening, D-Man, I'm coming for you. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a number of players that I've, I've, I've kind of made, I've made notes about that I want to put in my team. But I think it'll probably go down to the last day, and he may get in, he may not. But he's going in your team, isn't he? Mm? He's going in your team, isn't he, Jack Grealish? 
Nah, Pep, I'm trying to minimise the amount of Manchester City players that I have. City <laughs> players I have because you just City. can't, you just can't trust Pep. <laughs> um, in regards to his selections, but yeah, Studio Landside 07 Triple Eight Zero Double Five Nine Double Five completely shot me earlier. Oh. My, my, uh, my anchor, D Man's doable introducing that at the start of the show. It's been, it, it, it's been a while. I don't, <laughs> think I've had, I don't think I've had good since December. <laughs> and I'm barely, I'm barely awake. Do night, do night. Struggle to get here this morning in that, in, in, in that weather. So, mm. does this? From who did you think? Obviously, there's more doors going to be done before the end of August. Mm-hmm. But did you think City were favourites for the title anyway? Well, for this season, yeah. <laughs> no, no Sam, in five years' time, you absolute. <laughs> oh, ab- absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, you know, it's, it's, it's who they are, man. They're, they're winners, you know. And um, whether Jack Grealish joined or not. City will just continue from where they left off and just, you know, their their aim is to win titles and claim accolades. You know, that European trophy is the one that remains elusive. That is the one that Pep needs to win with this team. They should have won it last. You know, as great as this team is, as talented as the you know as as the the players are, and the magnificent things he's done with the team, that European trophy is the one that that seems to elude him the most so he, he, he needs to he needs to win that God, they should have they should have won it last season mate they, 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 against that Chelsea well they should have won it last season but Chelsea just had their number he's, that he's, time he's Chelsea just had that number you can give Pep all the praise that he wants to but they've messed up in that final mm-hmm. against um, Chelsea there's, there's no other way to describe it. It, it was, it, you know, it, it, come on, man. You're not playing any holding mid. Because it's not like Chelsea did well to get twisted, especially Kante, but mm. they weren't like outstanding. No. And you, but when you give them license like that, they don't really need to be. I'm trying you to open the floodgates like that. I'm trying to remember if there was any particular saves that Mendy had to make. Mm. You know? But um, there you go. Now, in regards to Villa. I thought we were stealth when we bought Fabinho yeah. a couple of years ago but this came out of nowhere mm. usually you hear of someone being linked to a club or anything mm. I saw it pop up on my timeline I think it was Goliath's brother Ants actually that commented on it and he mm. said talk about moving in silence or something like that he captioned on it and I was thinking oh this must be fake and I looked I thought this is the official page and I thought what type of introduction is this so Villa mm. have snuck things in surprised me because I thought that the whole point he was refusing to sign a new deal at Southampton was because he was looking to play in Europe. Yeah, they're not in Europe, of course, but we do know that their uh, board have money. Apparently, only City and Chelsea have more money than them than they do. So it's just all about the next step to get to Europe, and then they can really start attracting names. Because remember, Villa have Villa have that European Cup in their history. When they, do <laughs> yeah. man, when they tell a man to come and look at the stadium, they can show that European Cup. <laughs> Not too many teams can do that in England. It's true. It's true, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, So, therefore, Ings in, as we were saying Mm -hmm. um, at the start. Danny boy. Leon Bailey in. And we're really going to see how good Bailey is Mm -hmm. now because we've seen he can really be really impactful for Leverkusen. But he's he's consistency. Mm -hmm. That has been questioned in the Bundesliga. But he's got a rasping shot on him on both feet. 
he's rapid mm-hmm. and um, he can play on both sides he could even play down the, the centre if needed but obviously now getting in Ings first of all what does that mean for Ollie Watkins who was a mainstay in the start of level last season I feel they're going to change their formation and go to two up front to cover the loss of Grealish with Bundia and Bailey out wide McGinn and um, Douglas Lewis in the centre is he going to go 4-4-2 and change up his formation which was mainly a 4-3-3 next season what does this mean for the likes of Ollie Watkins and um, Bertrand Traore with these signings that Villa have made um, they might make a few changes in terms of formation the personnel they have but if you look at it Villa have done well with that bit of business to get those to get all those players in Ings is is in in recent seasons has shown what he's capable of it's just a shame that when he was at Liverpool he was injured so often but the guy is a worker you know and he's a poacher and he will um, he'll get you goals how what that will mean for Ollie Watkins, who has basically, you know, re- re- um, warranted his his uh, his move from Brentford and has delivered this last season. I I I I don't know how Dean Smith will rejig it, or if he will rejig it, or if he if he feels there'll be a need to. I think it's just these players just add to the squad depth. And um, I'm impressed with the fact that they got Buendia as well because, you know, Arsenal fans, they were hoping that he would come and join them. That didn't happen. And now, in typical Arsenal fan fashion, they're saying that, oh, he's rubbish, we didn't want him anyway. But Buendia is a, is a good player, he's a reliable player. I think the season before he went, before, before, less, before Norwich... Yeah, when Norwich, relegated when Norwich went down the yeah. first time, he was the assist king in the championship that season um, before. So he did well in Prem. He did well in Prem. He, well he, well he did do well in Prem. He did do well in Prem. I think Villa have <laughs> have invested that money really well, and I like that because Dean Smith um, last season they did, they did well. You know they they didn't finish anywhere near. Like uh, the quagmire zone, the relegation zone for the uninitiated. Hey, <laughs> Had to squeeze it in there. Today. Yeah. Quagmire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with these acquisitions, Dean Smith is at least going for a trophy and a higher position in the table. Uh, he doesn't want to be down there again. He doesn't want to experience that. And I don't think he will. But that being said it, it just depends on how well these guys bed into the squad because we've seen it before where a whole bunch of players come in and we think we're thinking that oh because these players have been bought and they're, they're decent players then you know Fulham for example they bought a whole host of players and we thought oh okay well they're back in the Prem they bought these this number of players they're going to be fine they've got squad depth but it's the quality of players that you've purchased and it's what they contribute towards that season and Buendia has previous uh, Ings obviously was at Southampton we know what he can do and um, yeah I, I, I don't see I don't see Villa really being any kind of battle under the top under the top 10 
I think they're I think they're going for like top ten place. No, they're they're going for more than that with these purchases. Though they're losing yeah. what by large as much as Ollie Watkins did is their mm. talisman because mm. last season they were going really really well. They battered Liverpool. They went to the Emirates and embarrassed Arsenal. They they were doing they were doing well. And then Grealish got injured. They were looking like they could get into Europe. Mm. And then Grealish got injured. He missed 13 games, I think it was. And they only won two of those 13 games. Mm. So, if he hadn't got injured, they probably would have finished at least eighth in the table. Yeah. Which would have been two... We should have still had them outside of the European places. Mm -hmm. But, it's... It's what, but so they're going to be they're heading they're trying to challenge for Europe D though obviously um, they've lost Grealish FBJ has messaged in morning FBJ he said Villa played the Grealish move nicely gave him a new contract during last season a move which clearly was made to protect the club and get a high transfer fee mm -hmm. as yep. Grealish was hotly on the radar of the richer clubs a move was inevitable mm. Yeah, there you go. There you I go. think they played it brilliantly as well because the thing is as well is that obviously they have got money anyway, mm. but getting this amount of money mm. in for Grealish mm -hmm. didn't mean that they are, though they've lost it um, their star guy. They've got they had money in the coffers to go and spend mm. anyway, but now with this amount coming in, don't be surprised if there's more business done by them. Mm. There's um, there's been small rumours about Todd Cantwell, another. <laughs> Um, Norwich guy what's it uh, another Norwich man mm -hmm. that possibly um, could come in for them at, um, th yeah sorry that they could purchase and we'll see we'll, we'll see we, we will see because it's going to be interesting Look, obviously the season starts on Friday we'll be previewing Brentford and um, Arsenal. Arsenal later yeah. after we preview the Community Shield game but it's going to be interesting, right? Morning, Stell. I was talking about shoot the defence earlier. Obviously, um, shoot the defence media. Um, go check on them, and you can listen to the FPL Wars, which is the latest pod by the on any platform, and the playback of our show this morning and all other shows are on their shoot to the first shoot the defence network now as well Morning still he said our Aston Villa spending the Grealish money better than Spurs spent the Gareth Bale money <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying Big Sammy I, I, I think currently yeah and I mm. think they'll still do more yeah just obviously you can't cover quality players directly like the likes of mm. um, Bale and Grealish mm. respectively so Therefore, they're going to try and do it by committee, and I think Villa obviously need to see these guys kick ball. Um, but but at, it, at the moment, it looks like they're going on the well on the way to doing a better job than Tottenham did with their. Money. I, I mean, one thing I would say about any team is that uh, you can't be in a position where there's always one standout player that's not necessarily dragging the team, but you know, without him, the team can't do anything, and. It was getting like that for Villa with Grealish, where if he's not involved, then Villa they did have some good performances, but they, for the most part, in most games, they were pretty toothless. Um, even if you look at the seven-two, for example, uh, perfect example of what Grealish does in that team, especially when Barkley was was playing in that game as well. You know, it, we was going on about how 
how much creative license Grealish was given because Barkley was involved. And when Grealish wasn't involved in some of these Aston Villa games, it it, it, it wasn't as as it didn't look that great for them a lot of the time. So I think Dean Smith with these acquisitions is trying to when when who what did you say? When Grealish wasn't involved in a lot of the Aston Villa okay. games, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as great on the eye. But w- with these acquisitions, Dean Smith is is forming a team, you know, not not one man to stand out to carry the team, but a team of not they're not they're not I mean they're not world class players, but they're they're good, reliable, hard working players that will you know listen to their manager and hopefully build some sort of camaraderie um, with the other Villa players so um, so you think they're doing a better job yes then, yes yeah, with yeah. The, with, uh, and I, I think you're right what you're saying with regards to Europe they, they are they're not you don't have to announce it but they're slightly pushing for a, a spot in in those positions yep Right, so back to Villa. Mm-hmm. Well, not, not back to Villa. Never left him, but staying with Villa rather. Do you think, with the money that they have, and now they're flexing their muscle, that Dean Smith, if they do not start the season very well, his job is in danger? Ooh. Because there were murmurs last season when they went on the, yeah. the, the run without Grealish. Do you think that they might be look to flex their muscle in the managerial position as well as within the squad if he does not? Well, how many games we're talking? A decent start. Like well, five, five. You you tell me, <laughs> son, because last season when it was oh. Lampard, you were singing from the rooftops even when Chelsea were winning. He's going to get sacked. He's going to get sacked. And when he did when he did get sacked, you got to like you're, we, you're we, we kindly, so, I mean, we kindly we kindly all. You know, universally agreed that that would happen to Frank. But even though I was speaking the loudest about it, <laughs> but with uh, Dean Smith, um, I kind of like to think that they keep, they'll keep the faith with him if they did start poorly. Mostly because when you think about where they were the season before last, and they just escaped relegation, um, they only did that because he, he was there. And we've seen it many a time where teams who are struggling after the first, you know, series of games, some clubs just just jump the gun and say, "All right, get rid of him because this is gonna this is gonna, this, this is gonna be a downward spiral from here." And they've get they've gotten a new manager, and nothing's changed. You know, the the team continu- continues to sink. Uh, Villa did extremely well to escape relegation uh, the, the season before last, and I think. If they do start poorly, uh, f- if the five first five or six games are a couple of draws or four losses and two draws or whatever, it's, it's still a long season. It's, it's still a way to go. There's still a lot of football to be played. You know, after those games, uh, those first series of games. So, um, no, I, I'd like to think that they'll 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 keep with him and see if he can get out of that. Situation. If they do find themselves in that situation, 
Oh, okay, I thought you were going to be bossy. Yeah. <laughs> we've just said that, yeah, he's going to go. Yeah, he's gone, so he's now done. we just realised that it was just a vendetta that you had against <laughs> Frank Lampard. Yeah, we see it now. Yeah, we used to play for Chelsea and whatnot. We see you now, Big Sam. The audience have heard you. Oh, my right days. <laughs> Still was asked where D-Man is. D-Man couldn't make it um, this week, Still, He's got some family stuff to sort out. So you're just lumbered with two Ghanaian... Liverpool, Liverpool fans. fans yeah but don't worry we're only going to talk about Liverpool briefly in the second half <laughs> right. Right, so that's enough on um, City and Villa we're going to come back to the other transfers um, after the break mm-hmm. but um, after 11 o'clock but one thing we we have to talk about because it's the elephant in the room isn't it um, <laughs> we thought we'd just ease them in with the Jack Greenish talk yeah, yeah. Warm, warm my goat don't know about yours you, you flip flap every week with <laughs> yeah. what you like and what you don't like um, my goat the Argentine the genius Lionel Messi talks of completely broken down mm. and there's no way of Barcelona apparently renewing his contract so this is it the mm-hmm. goat my goat yeah? my goat is leaving Barcelona Contractors expired. They were trying to sort the deal. They were trying to shift players to be able to get the money that they needed, um, um, have the amount that they needed to be able to get their new signings and to make them official. They've not been able to do it. Messi is going, apparently in advanced talks with PSG. First of all, do you think he's definitely going to leave? And then obviously give your thoughts on this financial breakdown at Barcelona. Well, Laporte or Laporta, whatever, was saying that they've been talking back and forth for like the last two months now. And, you know, they haven't been able to come up with any kind of solution. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Messi is, is synonymous with Barcelona. That, that's, you know, he's Mr. Barcelona. And if you look at his career, you know, he's been... He's, he's 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 been very fortunate to play with some of the best players ever, you know, to play the game. Man said fortunate, you know, <laughs> like a couple of those the best the Messies. Obviously, in defense you've got your Puyols and that, but you're going on like the Messies. Sorry, not not Messies and the Iniestas and the Javis. Like they never came from La Masia. You're going on like they were brought to play with him. That was the whole point for him to come together. So how's that fortunate? <laughs> so when Man United fortunate with the class of '92. Anyway, continue before I slap you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, you know. Anyway, go, go, go ahead. No, but it's 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 it's, um, it's a blessing to play with, with such. Blessing's talented. a better word yeah. than fortunate. Okay, yeah. It's, it's, it's Dang. Fortunate. But he's been he's been blessed to play with such wonderful players, you know, and for as long as he's been there. And um, yeah, Messi, for me, is just. The the uh, the personification of of brilliance, you know, and we can go on about the goals he scored. We've done that already for the, like we didn't be doing that for the last couple of weeks now. Drags his foot, you know, drags his foot. Not Meg's my man. Um, yeah, he's just he's just superb, a super, a great great player. But uh, this whole situation, how it's come to this, it's so sad. And there was a time even before 
we got up to this point where people were talking, well, how long can Messi remain at Barcelona? I think it's right after Neymar left. And it was a disband <laughs> when MSN was disbanded. <laughs> you know, the demons uh Demon says the greatest front free ever. And they were they were they were they were a great trifecta, but um, you know, sometimes all, all these these things have to come to an end. Uh with regards to the fi- the financial situation, I I don't know a lot about it if I'm being honest with you. Um and if t- to be fair with with PSG calling, I it's it's hard for Messi to say kind of like no, because if they offer the right wages, yeah, but if that, the, that, that's the only thing. I'm, I'm sure there is not a plethora, but I'm sure there's a, a few different, te- a couple of different teams he wouldn't mind going to, mm. but or he would consider. Not saying he would definitely do it, but he would consider. But it's the financial aspect who can meet. He, let's be realistic. The amount of money he's earned at Barca, he could come in on a standard one twenty, one forty that numerous players again were playing a really 140 for goodness sake right that he could go to a team and do that get, get that but obviously it all depends on the wages and PSG and City if they were to shift out a couple of people and probably the first two that come to mind in being in regard to be able to pay it's it. only really one really because if you're, you're saying with City if they shift out a couple of people um, I mean Bernardo Silva is one of the ones crying saying that he wants to leave and then I think he wouldn't have minded going to go link up with Lataro Martinez mm. at Inter, for instance. But obviously, Inter are prompt pocket now. And they haven't got Conte as well. And they haven't got Conte as well. So, you know, they haven't got Conte. What's Conte got to do with him wanting to go there? You want to play for a good manager as well, don't you? Argentinian. I can I can tell you Messi told me directly <laughs> message me on WhatsApp and said he has pictures of Simone and Zaghi on his wall thank you very much yeah. right. um, I've got another one in big up Josh J um, on the Twitter Joshy um, remember 07 triple eight zero double five nine double five studio line inside use that hashtag 40 on top let us know um, your thoughts on Grealish um, to City, Ings to Villa, and um, the Lionel Messi um, scenario. Um, big up Josh. Josh has said, Villa with the squad they have so far, even without Grealish on paper, should be finishing comfortably within the Europa League places, mm. which is interesting. Mm. Remember, obviously, there's Europa Conference now. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think they're going to give Europe a real go. And I don't think... Um, if they if they can gel quick enough, yeah. I don't think they're going to be too far away. If they, if that is if they if that's their secretly if that's their aim, that that's that, that is their aim. That's what I was asking you earlier. If you think Dean's, uh Smith's job will mm-hmm. be under threat, that's why I asked you that earlier. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's that, nine. but that, but it's but it's like every team has to have some sort of. Um, uh, objective and aim a, a goal that they're aiming for rather than just surviving because if it's the same old thing I mean don't get me wrong the, the newly promoted teams you know the first season back in the Prem the goal is to survive that seat, that first season in the Premiership but then you've got the teams like the Aston Villas who've like we've just gone on about who've purchased all this talent um, they have 
a different different ambition. So, but again, it's, it's, if if you announce it like Carlo Ancelotti did um, near the end of the season, and you fail to do so, then you have an egg on your face. So, but if you keep it to yourself, and then you know, and as the games go on, you slowly progress up the table, then we can all see that yeah, you're heading for somewhere. What um. Uh, no, well, actually, we'll, we'll leave that till next week when um, D's back, unless we get time to come back to the table. Yeah. Thinner, we'll stay on Messi until the break. Barcelona are in the right mess, even if he was to stay there, and they have been for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, the defeats, regardless of managers, um, uh, yeah, who, who the managers been Valverde or whoever, mm-hmm. the, the Champions League defeats. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen Madrid, Madrid have won the title mm-hmm. in 2017 and obviously won the 2020 title. Um, 2021, we've seen um, j- uh, this season just finished, we've seen Atleti yeah. come through and do the job. Simeone win his second title. Brilliant. With a player that they let go be in the talisman, <laughs> yeah. Luis Suarez. Egg on your madness. face. So there's that. Nonsense! The Champions League defeats mm. in the last few years. Yeah. They obviously had their great comeback against Paris Saint Germain, but mm-hmm. losing to Roma. Mm-hmm. And D Man said it when they won the first leg. He said that put a cheeky five on Roma because I saw them cut through Barcelona enough mm. that they could beat them over two legs. So you, you saw that. Then obviously Liverpool. Corner taken quickly. That infamous uh, Liverpool comeback at Anfield. Without him, I, I do not know what they would have been doing mm. in the last few years. So they were they were a sinking ship with him there. Now, what does this mean? We've seen all images from around the world, mainly in Spain, people online, whether they've been on the Twitch or whatever. Like you'd think there'd been a death. Some people are coming out and saying yeah. the Liga is dead now. Serious. Even George Lineker yeah. said it, and yeah. obviously Gary Lineker has just joined the, the Liga TV. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he was like, "Yeah, thanks, George. I've, I've just signed for them. Yeah, thanks, son. Yeah, that's that was just for the time now. But you all know what he was saying to him uh, directly in mm. a phone call mm. or WhatsApp. Yeah, cussy son out, right? Um, what are the repercussions? What are the ramifications for the Liga? Because me, look, I, I love the leagues. I'm still going to watch it whether Messi's there or not. But <laughs> for the average football fan that seems to think the Premier League's a holy grail, just just give some more ammunition, surely, to say that the Premier League is the, the best about and far gone. I mean, the, the, who was saying it? Was it Tim Vickery or something? Um, someone was saying that then, if you look at the fans in Asia, especially who stay up um, to watch you know Barcelona because of Messi it, 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 it is it is going to be I mean how, if, you, if you're a loyal fan if you're a loyal Barcelona fan then you're going to watch them regardless if he's there or not but like you've been saying fans crying in the street as if the guy had passed away and he's very much alive and um, yeah I just think that under Koeman and all these acquisitions that they've made because they've still purchased players they've, you know the, the pie and um, 
uh, I don't know what this thing's going on with uh, Kun Aguero. Um, I think Dubs, you sent this tweet about him, his agent trying to get him out of a deal or something. I don't know if that's legit or I don't know what, what's going on with uh, with Aguero, with Barcelona and Aguero. I'm not sure. This this is unacceptable. Morning, Ange. Morning, Empress. Ange just woken up. I thought there was something wrong. Normally, I've got Queen. two. When he doesn't do the show, I've usually got FBJ. I've got Jabroni mm. as a, a, a technician. Mm-hmm. And obviously, usually you have Ange there as a technician. And Ange isn't... I was thinking, I've not received any messages from Angelo comments on the, on on any of the topics or anything like that. And Devine, uh, Angie's late, rare occasion. But anyway, morning, Ange, morning. Right. So, um, yeah, but this, yeah, this tweet was about Kun. You know. Oh, about Kun wanting to leave. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if there's anything um, bound in in the contract, but yeah, because obviously the aim was to go to play with his best mate. Mm. And um, <laughs> yeah. now Messi's going because of this contractual. Mm-hmm. Even getting Aguero, Aguero, thirty-three years old. You got Suarez out because he was thirty-three years mm. old last season to, and shift and let him go to Atleti for peanuts. I don't even think it was five million. Mm. So, it was, so you get, I'm saying that after the tribunal, mm-hmm. it would have been free, but I think there was a tribunal or something. So they just don't make any sense. Yeah. They just don't make any sense. And they've proper crumbled since that Champions League win mm-hmm. in two thousand and fifteen. And some will even say it started before then in terms of behind the scenes, mm. what was going on there. It's just really bizarre what's going on at that mm. time. Because Laporta was, was out and then ousted then yeah, now he's back, back in, in again. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a mess, man. His name is in. Yeah, then he's come back in again. I don't, I don't know what they're doing, Sam. I don't. I, I, I honestly do not know. I mean, if, if you, even if you look at it with Koeman, uh still being in charge, which many of us thought he would be out the door, but he's... He's still there. Yeah. Um, we'll just have to see how the season unfolds because the players that are that are there. I mean, I've just mentioned the pie. I, I mean, Ansu Fati's still there. You know, yeah, they're not going to shaft the youngsters. You know, they're they're going to try and get rid of Griezmann. Um, yes, because he's on hefty, hefty wages. Yeah. Um, Anton Griezmann, so mm. they're going to try and get rid of Griezmann. Um, might be one or two offers to like so. I think they tried to shift Umtiti, but I'm sure he's still on their books. But they've got... Barca really need to sort it out. Otherwise, we've seen mm-hmm. a three-horse race in the last few seasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It will it will just be out of Atleti and uh, Madrid. Yeah. Unless someone like Sevilla can mm. come to the fore. They will they will thereabouts in the title race until yeah. the last four yeah. or five games to mm-hmm. go. And then... Um, they drew with Barca when they needed to win to cement it, and um, yeah, and it didn't, and it didn't happen. Um, big up D-Man. D-Man has said, um, oh, <laughs> it's in reply to what Still said about where D-Man is. He said, obviously, he's had family business to sort, but he said that um, he's traumatized by the messy info. Well, boy, if he doesn't want to support Newcastle anymore with him going to um, <laughs> Paris Saint Germain, that can be his new club, isn't it? <laughs> it can be his new club. Yeah, you know, to replace um, Barca, unless he's going to be true and stick mm. with them to the fin, because obviously he, he he's backed Barca from the nineties, from well before um, Messi was even a professional. But yeah, it's just a right mess, mm. and it's just extraordinary that one of the biggest clubs in the world have they, the board have done so badly, and they've just been so mismanaged. Um, it's sad, 
to an extent but obviously people that dislike Barca dislike yeah. Messi they'll give them they're that jumping but, for joy, um, a lot of people actually still think that Messi will end up staying at, at the new camp so we'll see it's going to be interesting the next couple of weeks because if they're saying talks are advanced with Paris Saint-Germain agree terms and whatnot that's a lot mm. to lived in Spain for that long since you've been so little mm. all would Barca have done for you mm. he wouldn't have wanted to go package everything up and then go to France because you know really already some of these players when they do go and play in different countries mm-hmm. the whole family don't always come with them right right but um, yeah it's going to be a, it's going to be a really 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 mm. interesting one there in regards to that so so right on the flip after the break we are going to be talking about the other transfers that have taken place in the Premier League and previewing um, a couple of the other teams that we left out um, last week that me and Dima left out last week Community Shield prediction Leicester versus Man City kicking off at 5.15 at Wembley today and um, right at the end we'll be giving our predictions for Brentford game against Arsenal because that will be played before we're back on air Friday night uh, next Saturday Friday night Premier League season starting and you know with them having that as the first game they're, 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 they're hoping for uh, upsets <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's what they're put your money for. on it because last season's first game was Fulham and Arsenal wasn't it mm-hmm. and Arsenal won 3-0 Fulham started all first 10 minutes and then mm-hmm. Arsenal played some lovely football and brought them to the sword and Willie, Willie had looked like he was going to be a superb <laughs> free signing and we all know how that ended but yeah get your tweets in um at DD Footy Factory underscore and hashtag Footy on top on the Twitter. Studio line inside 07 triple eight O double five nine double five. Get your messages in, we'll get the best ones read out. And um we will see you on the flip for part two of the D and D Football Factories Footy on Top show here on, on Top FM ninety five point five FM. Don't touch that dial. That's only about three or four minutes. We'll be back. Hello people, welcome back to the second part of the D&D Footy Factories Footy on Top show here on On Top FM 95.5 FM with myself Double D. Big Sam. We back here, no D man unfortunately this week so you're just stuck with us two. Right, so I know before we get back into the Prem we were just talking about the Liga before the break. There was something that you wanted to point out about the new the Liga, the equity plan, or in regards to the further problems that are going on with that league. What what did you want to? Um, yeah, because even um, looking at FT.com and they've got an article out saying Barcelona rejects private equity investment in Liga as Messi departs, and this company, this equity was CVC uh, Capital Partners, um, are investing in La Liga and. The two big boys, Barcelona have already, you know, rejected it, saying that, you know, they're not interested in Real Madrid are totally against it. But you've got uh, Javier Tebes, who's the president of La, uh, of La Liga, and uh, he was taking questions against it. Laporta, uh, Barcelona president, was, again, he said he called the deal, the deal inferior. And what it is is that the, this equity firm is investing... 2.7 billion into La Liga um, which means that 
they would have uh, ownership and be able to manage broadcasts and handle the sponsorship and digital rights for the league. So, you know, it's the league is actually valued at two twenty four billion, but these guys have managed to broker some sort of a, a deal with La Liga and get 10% of La Liga's broadcasting rights. Um, this is all a mess. Yeah. I, I, There's forever problems with this league, sadly, and this is why the Premier League is the most watched league in the world because mm-hmm. of though some, we, um, some people don't like some of the things he did, like he was trying to propose a 39th fixture in the Premier League played abroad for instance Richard Scudamore in terms of the way mm-hmm. the Premier League is, is packaged mm-hmm. in terms of his television rights the most watched league in the world yeah. and it's because they're not running into financial constraints like issues like this in regard to their product um, because I remember at a stage I remember when Sky was showing La Liga um, basically um it's one of those ones where Real Madrid and Barcelona at a stage were the only two teams that had La Liga mm-hmm. package. Remember that back in the day? Yes. So yeah, you would yeah, only yeah. see them two every week. That's so the only way you'd be able to see a Real yeah, Betis yeah, 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 or yeah. the other teams is if they were playing against Real Madrid or Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Then obviously things were sorted out and then Sky picked their main games. Sky losing La Liga coverage was, was, was brutal. Um, Premier Sports mm, had it, but mm-hmm. then obviously part of Premier Sports that was the Liga TV, which televises literally mm-hmm. every single game mm-hmm. live. Um, in fact, it actually, is every game live, just like at a stage when Sky were doing that just before they lost it. So um, it's interesting in regards. It's interesting in regard to that, but they really need to. Um, they they really need to sort it out. Mm. It's too good a league. Aesthetically, with the names so they've still got really good names mm-hmm. in it even with Messi going yeah. and they really need to sort that out but people leaving Ramos gone by PSG yeah. Varane is on his way to Manchester nice, United yeah. um, then of, Messi is obviously the big one mm-hmm. but and then you've got world players that have been world class like Luis Suarez they're 33 you know what I'm saying they come mm-hmm. to the back end of their career mm-hmm. so people are going even your likes of your people your, your, your co-case so it's, there's going to be a heavy dependency even though there is already on players like Pedri mm. who's just mm-hmm. played 18 years old mm. back against for Barca yeah. j- played in the Euros and then Euros. just played in the Olympics yeah. as well mm-hmm. in fact the finals this morning isn't it well certainly the, uh, the finals coming up rather um, in the Olympics mm. so yeah so it's a uh, um, we'll see we're, we're, we're really <laughs> we're really going to see mm-hmm. um, this league's going to be tested now um, I hope they sort it out because I'm such a fan of the league and have yeah, been yeah, yeah. since yeah. the nineties. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Right, so let's so let's look at um, a couple of the other. Um, let's go back back to the Premier Premier League now, and transfers that have happened. Now, me and D spoke on. Arsenal last week but just want to know quickly how you feel in regards to the purchases of um, Tavares Lokonga and Ben White do you think that that vastly improves them and what do you expect from Arsenal this season especially if they get your favourite goalkeeper Aaron Ramsdale (laughs) remember hashtag footy on top people Um, uh, hashtag footy on top on the Twitter 
at DD Footy Factory on the Twitter and the Instagram. Get us studio line inside 07 Holla. <laughs> the the Ben White one is the one that uh, has my interest the most, and um, we did a we did a part, didn't we, about our our ten greatest strikers of all time, and uh, one of the things Sean was saying uh, was that Ben White is the one who will will, will a lot of fans are disappointed. With that signing, I don't, I don't know why some fans are okay with it, um, but I, I, I like Ben White. I think, I think he's a capable defender. I think he's that more than capable, and I'm actually impressed that Arsenal sought him out and actually managed to acquire him, acquire his services. I think um, from when Brighton knew that they could get 50 million for him yeah. after him playing one season in Prem after being on loan at Leeds yeah. there was no way they were turning that down so you can <laughs> say impressed all you want no one in their right mind is turning down 50 million pounds for Ben White in their right mind but anyway go on yeah so I think it's good that I, they got a seasoned Premier League defender but this whole Aaron Ramsdale thing I, I don't understand that because if you look at the teams they've been part of, they, they've they've all gone down. And Arsenal fans are rightly up in arms against this uh, this guy being part of the team. I mean, he's not he's not gonna, he's not going to be a starter. And you know, they've still got Leno, even though that was a mistake because Martinez, as we all know, is the better goalkeeper. But he's at Aston Villa now, who we've gone on about who. Uh, will definitely have aims of getting into um Europe but yeah the Ramsdale one I I don't I don't get I don't doesn't make much sense to me really um I'm not saying he's a dusty goalkeeper I think he's okay but nah he's not better than Leno so what's the no. point of spending more money on no. him than you have on you've had, sorry, care, like as much as I have cost Leno I think he's arguably the best shortstopper in the Premier League mm. but as much as I've cost his um, commanding of the area Ramsdale isn't near him no so to spend 30 million on him after last season you let I know Martinez wanted to go but you could easily have made Martinez number one to start look how many teams switch up goalkeepers yes you could have a number one keeper but if someone goes on a bad run of games that's the whole point of having mm-hmm. if you've got a good backup then you use them so but obviously if you had to sell Martinez okay but to go by Ramsdale you must be thinking higher and better than that in regards to goalie but um, it's almost, almost like us Liverpool with you've got Alisson but who's the backup um, Kelleher is a, is a decent young prospect but then Adrian you know it's, 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 it's similar to that in some way you know having that as the number two I hear that but that's the point you make it there mm. Adrian was free and yeah. Kelleher is come from the youth team so that's the difference we haven't spent to have a backup that's not good no, enough but you would be spending the backups are good enough and in fact if you were to buy him you mm-hmm. might be looking to make him number one so there for that amount of money so who spends mm-hmm. 30 million on a backup keeper if it does happen so then it's therefore there was well. no point in you might as well have beaver Martinez number one and Leno coming on because I can't see anything this season mm. but obviously stupidity against Liverpool and one other 
one or two of the mistakes but goalies are going to make mistakes and the amount Arsenal sit back and can see possession compared to how they used to try to dictate with the ball mm. under Wenger you're gonna, your keeper's going to have to make a lot of saves mm. so therefore if that was the case now then you should have just let Martinez continue to be number one yeah. and let them know that though obviously you were injured and you were number one this guy's come he's shown us something he could be special we're going to continue on I don't think Leno would have immediately asked for a move he would have at least let it ride yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what he said I don't know what behind the scenes I'm just talking you get me even my opinion mm. it could, some people may deem it wrong but you know it is what it is, but um, so you. But uh, to yeah. go back to the original question, no. But Ben Ben White would would help their um, would help their defense out because that is one of the main problems Arsenal need to sort out is their defending. Um, it's true, David Luiz is out of contract. Depending on what matchup it was, because Arsenal conceded the third least amount of goals in the league, so we can sit there and banter the defense all we want, but then conceding goals isn't necessarily the problem. Is scoring them. They used to score freely before under Wenger, and since Emery's been in charge, and now Arteta, they don't. It's true, but it's 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 still a problem that you would, you know, you you, you don't want. And I mean, anything not doesn't want a leaky defense. So to get someone in who you haven't, you know, it's fifty million, yeah, but he's experienced in the league already. And it does depend on who you match him up with. Uh, we'll just have to see. But I, again, if if you if if you were to ask me where Arsenal would finish in this league this season, uh, I'd have to watch the first series of games. But even then, if if, I, if they did well with the first series of games, you know, it, 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 inexplicably they could capitulate for some reason. So therefore, you don't think they've strengthened. We just Enough. Have, they're, they're not in any. They don't have any kind of. I mean, I, I've said this in the past where they don't have. It'd be good for Arteta to have an Arsenal team that doesn't have any European commitments. Let's just see. Let's just see. Yes or no? Have they? <laughs> That's all I've asked you five minutes ago. I want a yes or no so we can move on to the next. This is typical of me, isn't it? You know, just whether D man zero or not. I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yes or no. no thank you very much <laughs> right so now we're going to go on to their North London neighbours Tottenham oh. right and something that FVJ just pointed out to me because I wanted to quick, so quickly get to Grealish and Messi before the break something we completely forgot we spoke earlier of whether or not Manchester City are going to go for Harry Kane or not <laughs> Harry Kane has not turned up for training for two days but apparently is back going to be back training today do you think there's just been a misunderstanding and there's been hyperbole from the press in regards to it or has yeah in regards to it or is he trying to force a move or is it just that there was some form of an agreement in place and there's been a miscommunication but there was an agreement in place for him to ex- take an extended yep. break after the Euros and he wasn't actually missing the training it was an understanding with the club there and someone's gone to try and watch the training session or news has leaked out that he's not there, not there and the press yeah. have gone to town with it what's actually happened here? I think he went away with his family to the Bahamas or something like that and um, he didn't time uh, from what I understand so probably from what you're saying someone's 
been there and they've seen that he's not been there he's not turned up he's not reported for duty and they've just kind of no, I, I don't know if, uh, for definitely how I was. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. That, I, that's, example, that's what I think. No, may have happened, it's, that's probably been the case because it, you know some of these stories get blown out of proportion. But with uh, Kane, there's nothing. He's. I've not heard anything to say that. I mean, there was a statement saying how disgusted he was. I mean, I, I, I don't know what's real, what's what's genuine, what's what's fake anymore. It's it's, it's all. There's so many statements from different sources and different people, people claiming that they know the guy and all this kind of stuff, you know. But apparently he was disgusted with what's been said about him in social media and the papers saying that he's he's not pledging his allegiance to Tottenham. He's showing no signs that he wants to stay with the club and all that. Um, apparently he's disgusted with things that, have, that the Sun newspaper have written. Um, we We won't know until the window closes and if he's still there after the window closes great the season goes on and Harry Kane's a Tottenham player but we'll, we'll just have to see because no one really knows what's going on you know and um, again I think his brother is his agent or his, his part of his management team or, or, I, I don't know but um, yeah with no, no one can really predict predict what's going to happen we people in the nose ITKs are out there saying that he definitely is going to go there you know Manchester Manchester City are, have Harry Kane in their sides and that 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 much is is true they 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 have expressed a, desi- a desire to want Kane but whether or not they get him is another thing so just wait for this transfer window to dissolve if something happens involving the player then okay fine if nothing happens, then he's still a Tottenham player. Do you see he have to lower their price or do you think he, he, he can get in there, have a meeting with Daniel Levy this week and, and, and show them? Not necessarily even having to put a transfer request in like actually formally hand one in, but verbally come to some form of appeasement with Daniel Levy that will see him leave whether or not it's with a player or two or what because Pep has said in his press conference this week that there's a few people that are looking out I'm sure Bernardo Silva's one of them other people are just mm. guessing, guessing who the others are some have said yeah they reckon Laporte will be one of them but um, um, I mean Levy's a negotiator we know that and it's it's possible, you know, the two parties could sit down and thrash out some sort of deal. But uh, I don't know. I mean, as we approach, the season is starting next week. And a lot of these things would have been taken care of early, in my opinion. Yeah, the window closes at the end of August, so anything can happen from now until then. But you know, something like this, you know, I mean, the, the player, I, I, th- I personally, I think Harry Kane, if he wanted really to go anywhere um, and not stay at Tottenham, then it, it would have been done sooner rather than later. Um, I, I, I just don't see anything happening 
I mean, again, I could be wrong. Something could just happen out of the blue, and then the two parties could meet, and a deal could be made. But I, I, it's it's quite black and white for me. The listeners are onto you, Big Sammy, and and as the listeners can tell, I've been onto you already. You're doing a lot of sitting on the fence this week, (laughs) and as I pointed out when Darren T was here a couple of weeks ago, there's anti-climbing paint on the fence <laughs> and so so you better make a decision otherwise you're going to fall off yeah, onto a side you better decide what side you want to fall onto Big right? side. because still there's two messages coming still has said they need to get shot on of him ASAP he said they said he can't Spurs can't move on until he's out the door and FBJ your own brother your own brother FBJ has said tell Sam to get off the damn fence Regarding, have Arsenal strengthened and his thoughts on Kane uh, not appearing at training. Right? <laughs> You're just sitting on the fence and just blabbering. We've got other topics to do. It's 23 We've got a community show for you to do with other Premier League teams, and you're not answering the questions that I'm asking you. Your lucky Har- demon's okay. not here. Harry Kane ain't going nowhere. That's it. Harry Kane ain't going nowhere. He's going to stay at Tottenham. Okay. Cool. That's it. We That's know, one side. We know Spurs have got in Galini um, to give some good competition to um, Hugo Loris, Atalanta's keeper. Brian Gill's come, obviously, as part of that uh, money and exchange with um, Eric Lamella. And they've just bought, I think the price is 52 million. Mm-hmm. Christian Romero from my boys, Atalanta. Mm. He's a very good centre half that can play in a two or a three. Um, was good at the copper as well. Um, that's big for Tottenham, I'd say, because of the fact of how much the silly defensive errors they've made. They've lost out to Vyrold, who though, as many believers passed it, I'd still have Toby out of Vyrold in my starting 11, then Eric Dyer. But it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Hashtag 40 on top, people. Get involved with us at DD40Factory underscore on the Twitter and on Instagram. And Studio Nine Insights 07 Triple Eight Zero Double Five Nine Double Five. But yeah, Tottenham fans all of us. We, um, but yeah, so Christian, that's a good buy there. I'm sure Tottenham will do more business. And obviously, if the Kane money comes in, then it's going to be they they definitely get someone in, even if it's a panic purchase. I want to ask you on um one uh, another London team. You might as well do all the London teams while we're at it. Crystal Palace because I was quite optimistic about this new era with mm-hmm. Patrick Vieira at the helm and the signings that they've brought in but they have a quite tricky start to the season um, what do you see Crystal Palace doing this season obviously Eze is out injured but they've got in uh, Michael Elise from Reading um, very talented and basically last season to an extent tore it up at in the championship for Reading last season like as they did for um, QPR um, in the 19-20 uh, season they've got in Mark Gruhi from um, Chelsea who was on loan at Swansea yeah they've got Joachim Anderson who I mentioned a couple of years ago. I think that's a really really good sign and he looked good for Fulham and um, Conor Gallagher on loan from Chelsea too who was on loan at West Brom last season and he's a decent energy in the midfield decent player um, not bad technically either 
our Crystal Palace fans finally going to get some more entertaining football. Um, will anyone try late in the window to try to get Wolf Sahar or his his window to move gone? He's not going anywhere. What are you expecting from Palace this season? And please don't sit on the fence here. Give He's me, not going know. anywhere. Wolf Sahar is staying at Palace. And that's what he, whether or not, I don't, it's not gonna, I don't think he's going to finish his career but for this season he's not going anywhere he always puts out the feelers saying that I'm going to go here and there and all that and then he stays he's, he's, he remains at Palace uh, I they finished 14th last season and they did well in a, a, in, a, in, a, in a a couple of games last season Eze being the standout for me at Palace last season it's unfortunate what happened to him with his injury but um, with Vieira taking over I'm excited to see what they can bring and again like I was saying before I think Vieira is one of those managers obviously he's managed in the US he was at Nice Um, he's very much of a type of manager that wants to mould a team he doesn't want any player any standout player or the team to be reliant on any standout player so along with these acquisitions and the existing squad members um, he's very he's, he's looking to form a team of players uh, that will not only play good football but will work together and do better defensively than they have done in recent seasons that being said new manager new bunch of players the first series of games we'll just have to see how they do now that's not me sitting on the fence that's just me saying that we just have to see how this team will play with this manager and with these new acquisitions these players and if they will gel together and hopefully the, the the clogs in the machine work well and they don't get jammed. How high can they finish this season? Top ten. You think they'll get yeah, top ten? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you, but you said the same thing for Villa and surely Villa are better equipped than, than uh, Palace well there are two teams that are doing a lot more business than we're doing than Liverpool are doing but <laughs> but hey is your name Ian Sterling man throwing shots like he's, he's doing voiceovers for Love Island yeah you can leave Liverpool out of this piece we're talking about Crystal Palace right now we're doing our London clubs tour yeah <laughs> Because as much as they've improved in other areas, mm. I still think scoring goals could be a problem for them. And you reckon that Palace can d- d- finish more or less where Villa are going to finish? All right, cool. Right. Continue on our um, London club tour. Chelsea have already bought, and bought in um, Fulham's keeper, uh, Marcus Bettinelli to be their third keeper behind Kepa I'm sure someone will try to get Kepa in actually behind Kepa and um, Edward Mendy are you fully expecting Chelsea to get a striker in they're saying now Inter 
are trying to say Lukaku yeah Inter trying to say Lukaku wants out when Lukaku's done already said he wants to stay at Inter Milan <laughs> but we know that they've got money issues if they considering how much they achieved last season fourth in the Premier League won the Champions League FA Cup final mm-hmm. and their top scorer only had 12 goals in all competition do you feel that if they get Lukaku that they're going to they, 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 they could be the team that stopped Manchester City from winning the league that one is one to watch out for because that one's not set in stone and Lukaku has put the feelers out of there so. okay hypothetically speaking seeing as you want to be awkward this morning if they have Lukaku let's say they have Lukaku can Chelsea win the league <laughs> yes thank you yes they can Jesus Christ yes they can it only took it to 11.31 but we got a straight answer people hmm? it only strengthens them yeah yeah they yeah. can yeah yeah Right, because we've already seen how quick they are midfield and defensively. Kawunde from Sevilla is another man. Yeah, you better laugh because when when these mics off, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> now I'm playing. Um, Kawunde, if they get him for Sevilla as well, um, there's talk of to, um, Zuma going the other way. Mm. You can't begrudge anyone that's would put money on the title if they get to those two. Some might be looking to back it already because I know numerous people think Timo Werner's going to have that season yeah. that they expected last season. But um, I mean that they have more of a chance than a squad. They've more or less got two good players in every position. Damn it, left yeah. back they got three. <laughs> they yeah. got Shuwa, Alonso, and Emerson, but they're trying to. They're just more robust, Alonso, aren't they? Yeah, they they they're just more robust to me. I say Alonso, yeah, Chuo, Alonso, and Emerson, yeah. I didn't say yeah, but they're trying to shift Alonso because like you know, um, like I've been saying, all these teams have like personalities, and Chelsea, you know, they always seem to get managers in that make them like machine like, you know. So imagine if they Lukaku came in, my God, that that's scary, that's scary. You know, as much as <laughs> we've we've been it, look, Lukaku's goal record, um, as much as we've been, you know, bantering him about his first touch and all that, is very good. It's very good. It's if very you have a first touch, you'll be you know? hitting Messi. It'll be hitting Messi and Cristiano numbers <laughs> almost, almost. If he if if he's touching what was better, but mm. still outside of that, he still it's, it's, causes yeah. really a problem yeah. on the football pitch. We all saw when. Um, in they played Brazil, Belgium mm. in the um, World Cup, mm. the damage that he was causing out on the right cut inside, mm. and it was more De Bruyne and mm. Hazard that were taking up central positions. We saw what um, Lukaku could do. He, he, he's just he's just a terror, so direct with it. We saw the goals that, um, especially with that win against Denmark for Belgium in the Euros. We saw what he can do, yeah. and. Um, no, I mean, he's, he's a good player obviously not far from perfect but he's he's a good player yeah, yeah. and he's a problem because of the ch- chances that Mount and Jorginho and Havertz mm-hmm. and uh, Ziyech mm. and Hudson-Odoi Pulisic uh, mm. chances that if he was to go did it he's going to get them crazy if they get him or Haaland mm. especially Haaland who's <laughs> younger and a better finisher then um, boy it, it, it could be problems. It'd be interesting Real to problems. see, especially with those guys like the the, the Z, uh, ZHs and the um, I mean Havertz uh, was coming into the fore towards the end of last season. Mm. Werner, yes, first season was a bit sticky, but this season 
you know, I think there was a there was a, <laughs> there was a friendly there recently had a chance to go and he scuffed it. Um, did you tweet that to me saying that? Oh no, you've already oh, put that in one of the, one of our groups saying that have it um, Werner's back baby and he was in front of goal and he scuffed the chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. We, we'll, we'll, I mean, we're hoping Chelsea fans are hoping big things from him. Uh, same thing with uh, Hakim Ziyech as well. So you know, it it it, it could really come together for them this season um, so yeah we'll just have to see right staying in and around London um, quickly what do you think Brentford can do this season do you think that they are odds on to go straight back down or do you actually think that um, they can cause some problems could they do something similar to what Leeds did maybe not to that emphatic effect no. to score as many they're, goals but that they're, they're not as they're not as I mean Leeds early part of last season their football was just so you know uh, creative and intricate and imaginative um, Brentford are a good team and they play good football but not on they're not on the same level as Leeds and it's pretty it's safe to say that Ivan Tony is a standout guy is a standout player and I think he scored a uh, 30 goals or 11 assists or something like Most that. Most goals by anyone in a single season in the you know, championship. And he assists ever. as well. And, you know, the kind of assists that he gives out, you know, the, the, you know, as a forward, that that is uh, in the championship, insane numbers. But um, they will be heavily reliant on him to deliver. And, you know, there are, there are players in that team as well. Uh, I think the French forward in Bomo is a young player. He's also very good. Only one uh, remaining from BMW. Only one remaining. <laughs> with, um, you know, my guy in West Ham last yeah. season. Yeah, and yeah, Watkins yeah. Villa. Only man from BMW. Yeah, remaining. yeah, yeah. It's just B now. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a B, sorry. It's just M. Goodness <laughs> me. The M be silent. Uh, the M be silent. Love me. It's just, M. Be it's, it's just M now. Yeah. Like Django, the D is silent. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, the first, I mean, I, I, I've said it earlier that the priority is just to survive in the Prem. Um, but are we expecting Brentford to upset a couple of teams? Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're, st- they're still a good team. They're very direct. They like to shoot. Brentford like to shoot and they're not, sh- you know, obviously they're, they're shooting. Not, they, they're oh, shooting, man. Look. But, um, they, they shoot from outside the box as soon as they're very instinctive inside the box and that comes from not only Ivan Tony but other players get involved as well so uh, are you you're not asking me if, they, if they're going to go down are you or did you ask that that's what I said does it even no, could no. they do something I think they'll be to okay to an extent like yeah. Leads, like leads are doing. Not finish as high so, as Leeds, right. but surprise people with their attacking play. Or yeah, I, 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 I think the guys forget the question. D man, where are you, man? Where are you? This guy's not even. D man, it's high, man. It's high. We didn't. It's no. just talking. <laughs> no, I think I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay. First ever season of. I think they'll be okay. Actually, cool. Yeah. Cool. Right. The last London team. We're gonna look at. Oh, there you go. Oh, actually, sorry, we've got two actually, and then we're gonna do our um, community short preview. The two W's. First of all, West Ham. 
Ariola brought in, he'll be um good backup to Fabianski mm. and actually could have a, a chance of becoming the number one. Um, Liverpool being linked to Jared Bowen. Um, Felipe Anderson, who spent last season on loan at Porto, has gone back to Lazio. Um, Fabian Balbuena has been released. What are you expecting from West Ham this season, considering they have Europe this time around? Can they finish in a similar league position, or are they good? Are they, is Europe going to cause them the fixture congestion, and it's not the largest squad? Are they going to have problems? Yeah, it, it, it might be a struggle, you know, Dubs. It might be a struggle because we've seen this before. Um, you have to big up West Ham for getting that sixth place last season to qualify them for Europe. And the team that Moyes uh, has assembled together, granted they had Lingard on loan, who's <laughs> just had uh, just was a revelation uh, for that team. They did very well. Lingard's obviously gone back to Manchester United. But I think it's going to be a bit of a struggle for them because we've seen this before and it's been a minute since West Ham have been in Europe. Um, Burnley. Only a couple of years. <laughs> they were in the, okay. I think it was 2016. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, was in, yeah. Yeah. Um, Burnley, when they were in Europe, their squad was pretty thin and they struggled. Obviously, they couldn't maintain the course and they, you know, barely survived. Uh, but I, I, I just see the same for West Ham because the, the squad is not because the squad's not that big. They might be a few outgoings with regards to um, if if Liverpool are serious about Gerard Bowen. Um, but I, I think that's going to be a bit of a struggle for them this season. You know, should, balancing all these. Have that will go for Ben Rama. <laughs> I mean, big some unpredictability, some skill, something. Get uh, unpredictability you should, you should, to the play, man. You should, you should no, don't get it Bowen's decent, but I'm just saying that, like, not yet. Ben, a yeah. whole Ben Rama was there. Like, guys, come <laughs> on, Liverpool, man. Last year, a whole Ben Rama. Well, anyway, no, yeah. but Bowen so, is a reliable on. player. I do like him. I think he's done brilliantly for West Ham. But you know, we, we, we I could, I could go on about Liverpool setting our sights higher. That would take up the whole show. But um. No, the fixture, the fixture congestion, and you know the scheduling—it's going to take its toll as well. And then Moyes will have to rotate as well. But I, I can see them having a bit of a struggle this season, you know, trying to stay up in that table. So in that in that, in that league, so it's going to be it's going to be difficult for them. Right, and the other. I think they'll be okay with them. I think eighth. I hope they go well in Europe as well. But yeah, I'm sure they'll try and make some purchases. They wanted Patson Daka, but obviously he's, he's gone, gone to, to Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. Um, because they need to. That's good because the, the Thursday night games are the. You know, it's it's annoying. Mm-hmm. That means you're going to be played on Sunday or Monday. It's it's, it's a it's, it's a bit much. Right, Watford. Last London team, and then we'll go to our um, Community Shield preview and our Brentford Arsenal prediction. There's just all time we'll might get a couple other teams in, right? Actually, we'll let you have your say on Liverpool actually before we do the preview because you've <laughs> dropped them two or three times and I've not asked you anything about them just yet, you know? Just can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> right, what for the last of our London teams to check on? Dave brought in Ashley Fletcher from Middlesbrough that incidentally used to be at West Ham mm-hmm. Danny Rose on a free from Spurs which I think was a very shrewd purchase yeah. 
They've got Emmanuel Dennis in from Club Bruges, which is an interesting one because obviously Bruges will be playing um, in Europe this season. He, if anyone um, is not sure about him, he scored a couple of jammy goals uh, a couple of seasons ago in a Bernabeu when they got a draw with Real Madrid. I think they were actually winning 2 0 or 2 1 in that game, and he scored a couple of jammy goals there. Um, um, Emmanuel Dennis, um, languid, mm. languid kind of style. But he's decent. I'll be interested to see what he can do. He's like a taller version of um, Gineppo at Southampton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say, probably. Yeah. Uh, they've got Josh King in, another piece of decent business Bournemouth. from... Um, it was a free because Josh King went to mm. Everton, didn't it? It was a loan Everton oh, yes. from Bournemouth, Bournemouth yeah. briefly. And yeah. I don't recall him starting the game. And me like fool because of the way Ancelotti waxed Liverpool about him, threw him in as a cheap option into my FPL team so I can squeeze some premium purchases in. And um, that double game week I got him in before he didn't start either of the games. <laughs> so thanks, Carlo, for that one. And now Carlo's pissed off to... Um, excuse Pardon my French to Real Madrid. Pardon my French. Sorry, this is more on your radio right uh, what the, the, are Watford going straight back down <laughs> I don't have any faith in Watford <laughs> whatsoever they're a yo-yo it team it took to 11.44 you know? but we got immediate we got Listen, an immediate answer from Big Sammy I, I've had discussions of FBJ and about Watford he, he you know FBJ despises yo-yo teams you know they just that's what they live for. I, I heard FPJ has got a Watford season ticket. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him. Oh dear! I mean, it is. It's, I, I I I don't know what they're about. I don't know what they're about. You know. I mean, and I'm. You know. Is it Cisco? Is their manager Cisco Munez? You know. I guarantee if Watford have a poor start, Watford, they'll, you know, Pozzo will quickly make some changes and get someone else in. You know, because they, they've they, they've done it. In the, in the two previous seasons that we're in you know they, they, it's, I, I don't know what they're about what, what it is they stand for what what other than to survive like all the promoted teams you know, that's that's their aim to survive in the, that season in the Prem I don't know what else they're about so if they go down it's no surprise to me they've got yeah, but, 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 but the thing is, it's not. It's got some players. They got, but they got um, Robbie Elliott, Rob, Robbie Elliott, um, yeah. backup keeper uh, yeah. um, that used to be in Newcastle. Daniel Buckman, who was Austria's keeper in the Euros, is there. We all know, though, he's a seasoned vet. Um, how good a shot stopper mm-hmm. um, Ben Foster is, but then they've still got a lot of people that they were in when they went down. Trustingong there, Messina there, Kafkart, Firminia, Cabaselli, all these guys, Navarro, all these guys were there when they went down. In the midfield, cleverly, Ken Seema's decent, but is it enough? Nathaniel Shalaba there, Goslin they've got in, Will Hughes, who I'm a big fan of, but injuries. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anyone really. Pusetto there. Domingos Kina, uh, the youngster. They've got Kredjo Bar in this summer. They've got Jurak Kuchka in. He's an um, international player. He's a decent player. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you've got Dini there. Interested to see how Jao yeah. Pedro acclimatizes to the league. You know, Tom Cleverley is there. They've, yeah, they've, they've got Andre Gray, Isaac Success, Ismaili Sardar, they, they went down. But we all know how the pace 
Ismaili Sa is a dangerous player. He's he's he's, he's rapid. Mm-hmm. He's he's rapid. He cause a threat and direct. He can cause threat. And obviously they've added Dennis Fletcher and King. So and there's Kucho there as well. I'm sure maybe some will go alone. But in terms of their forward and attacking positions, they can those players can get goals. Yeah, it's about their defense. Yeah. I'm worried about their defense. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. But they, there's yeah. goals that I see. I actually look I at mean, that. They might have more goals than them than Brentford. Though Brentford are more likely to throw caution to the wind with their play. Is Damsgaard's all right there? Miliano's mm. all right there, but they're going to be Tony, as you said. Mm. But there's goals in Watford. Mm. Big up Damsgaard. So though I'm not expecting them to stay up, mm. they could squeeze seventeenth, and you might want to get one or two of their players in because they'll be cheap in FPL. You know. So um, nah, I don't know. I don't we'll know. see. We'll see. Well. You have to pick cheap players at some point to yeah. accommodate people <laughs> in your squad. Picks only got a hundred mil. Um, FBJ messaged in again. He said, "Just going back to West Ham, I also think that they will struggle with the return of fans." Stell said this as well. Mm. Stell has said yeah. this a couple of times also. The team and Moyes thrived without fans in the stadium, and the unrest of supporters have with the owners. Yeah, <laughs> one bad result. They're going to go in the track uh, attack. <laughs> At the two Davids, Golden Sullivan. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. We won't we won't talk on what their previous <laughs> job was because this is morning radio. But um, yeah, Woo. the fans will be interested because they're going to get onto them if they're not playing well. But Europe, added, added vig- the vigor of Europe, European football on top of the league campaign. This is going to be a very very interesting season mm. um, for the um, for West Ham. So yeah, so what, what? What? So you reckon? As you said, you're not sure about them. What for? They're going to go down. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you've, you've, you've given a case for their for their their, their attack, and um, you know, they, it, it, they'll struggle. They will really struggle, I think, because I just I think there's there are players there with there, and they all they're they're good players in there, and they all have good attributes to them. But you know, it's whether the team can work cohesively. For them to survive this season, and um, I don't see them being consistent throughout that whole this whole season. Mm. And I think that will, you know, if they survive, it will be a scrapey kind of, uh, you know, in a scrapey way. Not the worst start to the season that they have, but when you've just come up, no game is straightforward. No, Um, no, you know, because they've got to start the season. They have Aston Villa at home, Brighton away, Tottenham away. That's the toughest fixture. Then they've got Wolves at home, Norwich away, and Newcastle at home. Hmm. They should be looking, though they're newly promoted, to try and squeeze three wins out of those six. Okay. And then that will get then when mm. they're dead, then you do face the Liverpools and Man City's mm-hmm. etc. Mm. I'm not saying they will get that, but I'm saying that's what they should yeah. be if they have ambitions of staying up. And then that will have to be good stead from mm. when there is a slump. Yeah. To have enough points to keep you afloat. Otherwise if you can't if you don't win any of those six mm-hmm. <laughs> could be curtains with thirty two games still left in the season. Um FBJ <laughs> obviously the listeners could not see this but he sent in a picture of his seat at Vic <laughs> as obviously I was teasing him about the season ticket. <laughs> you know, it's like so halfway line. <laughs> <laughs> well at least it's not in the bleachers. Uh, you know, right. So Tottenham. So our first bit of football action 
will um, the Premier League will be the the, the curtain raiser, mm. as they say. At Wembley at five fifteen today, it's Leicester versus Manchester City. The yeah. FA Cup winners Leicester against the Premier League winners Manchester City mm-hmm. in the Community Shield. Who's winning big, Sammy? And what kind of team can we expect from Man City to put out? Considering how many of their players have played played in the Euros and uh, and the Copper. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, what kind of team expect him today? Uh, Pep's already said Foden, De Bruyne will be out yeah. with Knox. Um, Can't expect Grealish to start, can you? Obviously not. No, Grealish no. is just too soon for him. He's only had one training session. They said. So um, does this favour Leicester? Because me myself, I, I I think Leicester can win this today. Um, it does. I mean, that's uh, Datsun, uh, Patson, Dakar has come in and um, he's a good player he's someone that we've been going on about in our Liverpool group someone that we wish we had, <laughs> if we were serious that we could have acquired but um, hey ho that's how these things are but I think um, yeah I, I, I know with Pepper he may I think it'll be a full 3-3 but I think it'll be a lot of the some of the young players like your Palmers, your Dozies. Um I think you may see Benjamin Mendy feature. Uh, Cancelo, I think he's had a rested period after the Euros. Diaz as well, Ake. Um, and Bernardo Silva, of course, who we've, we've mentioned, has said that he wants out. Um, but I think Leicester may go with a full-strength team, you know, more or less. You know, Barnes is back. Um, or Brighton Pereira may start um, and Vardy in natural so he Rogers may go for four four two. but I see less I, I see Leicester actually possibly winning this game yeah, yeah. I, I think Leicester I think Leicester can surprise them because yeah. I think as I was alluding to um, they'll be naming the stronger team mm-hmm. because though they had players featuring Europe as well mm. their main guy Vardy um, Robert obviously Jesus well he got suspended actually but obviously still played in the copper mm-hmm. um, though he got suspended um, towards the end of the back end of the tournament mm-hmm. and I think this is a perfect opportunity for Leicester to creep in um, because the community show doesn't give no indication of the, of, of the season last year Arsenal beat us on penalties um so um, and look so, where we, so, we where we finish and where they finish. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, well, obviously yeah. penalties are a lot of rubbish. Uh, mm. I mean, um, Arsenal were a better team in the first half, Liverpool were a better team in the second half, mm. but they couldn't do enough and then lost on pens. So I think even if it's a penalties that they win by, I think Leicester have a good chance of winning this today. But saying that, um, they'll probably be Man City will go terrible new one with whatever team they put out. Mm. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know whether or not. Because Ferran Torres isn't was it in Spain's uh, Olympics squad, was he? So I don't believe so. Then therefore, you'd expect him to start today. Um, and yeah, we'll see. Bernardo. F- I mean, if these players, if these players are more or less reported back for duty, so some might feature on the bench. They were. What you said? I mean, these players are more or less reported back for duty, so they might feature on the bench. Mm. Might so, not. So yeah, so I fully expect um, them to be able to do something. Yeah, he's not in. Ferran Torres is not in the 
uh, Olympic squad. Right. Okay, um, so. so the final for the Olympics, by the way, if you're interested, kicks off in just over half an hour. Brazil against Spain. The likes of Richarlison oh. in the Brazil squad. Brilliant goal by Marcos Asensio mm-hmm. in the semi-final to get um, Spain through to the final in extra time. So yeah, we'll see. You've been starting. That was against Japan, of course. Spain mm-hmm. got through. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I'm going for a win in the Community Shield for Leicester. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to go for a normal time as well. We'll yeah, see. I yeah. think Vardy will be chomping at the best. Nice little resting. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what he can do. <laughs> FBJ. <laughs> Look at that. There's so much football talk. We haven't even spoke. We didn't even squeeze in the little Love Island talk. Um, FBJ has said, you, I was swearing on air like how Faye wanted to racially... Abuse Teddy yesterday. Wow, Listen. FBJ Morning Radio coming out with them claims there. Trash enough. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So we've got our community short one in um, Friday because this game will be played before we are back on air. Mm-hmm. Brentford versus Arsenal on Friday night, the first game of the season on Sky Sports. Mm. Who's winning that? I'm when you're ready, when you're ready, <laughs> yeah. um, we've, we've only got three minutes left. But you know, <laughs> I want to put it past Brentford to get a win. It's at home, fans are back, and um, there could be a problem in that first game against Arsenal. So, if there was a score, well, score prediction. You know, being the only game. Yes, big Sam, a score prediction, please, because <laughs> that's what we do. Remember, the competition people, it will be coming back where um, we started it midway through last season, mm. but it will be, um, yeah, we started it midway through last season, but it will be running from the start of the season, this under prediction competition. If you could finish at the top of the table, there will be a cash prize. Mm. Great right. incentive in terms of predictions. So what you got to do is you've got to inform one us, one of us, on socials, or um, through the social medias, or through us directly, and you have to let us know what your predictions are for each Premier League game. So obviously, get your predictions in before Friday evening's kickoff between Brentford and Arsenal, and let us know. Me and Sam both think it might be as the opening day of the season is an anomaly that it might be a win for Brentford. Mm-hmm. Um, but Arsenal without Europe have to be looking to make some inroads yeah. um, in regards to Europe, right? You have one minute to say get anything you have to get off your chest about Love Island before I end the show. The only thing I want to say about Love Island, having watched it last night, is Faye, you need help. That's what I'm saying. Say that again, please. I don't fit the list. Faye, you need help, man. Thank you very much. You need help. Running off on the mouth, rambling, chatting, giving all kind of smack talk. It, 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 my ears were bleeding by the end of that episode. Yeah. Teddy, sort your life out. Just have nothing to do with her. That's it. That's all I have to say. 
I think you spoke for the both of us, mate. How dare she? The attitude. Imagine if it'd be mate. the other way around. Yeah. Ofcom would be inundated Listen. with complaints. Twitter would blown up. They would be inundated with complaints, right? So that is the end of the show, people. Just been me and Big Sammy this week. Um, there was so much more to get through, but Big Sam likes to sit on the fence and deliberate when asked <laughs> rather simple questions. Yeah. <laughs> D-Man will be hopefully back next week to regulate and get some answers more quickly out of Big Sam. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you very much for listening, people. I have been Double D. Big Sam, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. The show will be up on SoundCloud in... Uh, a few hours and you can catch any of the other previous shows on the SoundCloud as well remember hashtag 40 on top get your predictions in before Friday for the first week of the Premier League season and um, yeah thank you very much for listening people we are out take care of yourself hopefully the weather improves Mm, and yeah we're gone peace On top 95.5 FM. Do you love it? Gorgeous. Power play. It's the power play of the week. Yo, 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 mommy.